Again to the Moose Blunt Podcast. I am one of your hosts, May, and this is my partner in crime, Kay. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, all right, that was interesting. Shout out to Ali Creator. <laughs> but we are your two non-music experts from the Midwest mm-hmm. doing our thing, mm-hmm. researching some music, straight up, always also, finding the new shit. We are. Also, shout out Hans Gruber for the right. intro. Thank we you love for it. remembering that. I was not going to. I have two I'm... jobs at the beginning of this. <laughs> to say my name and remember to shout out Hans Gruber. Yeah, exactly. And also, I'm here. Actually, real quick, you can find him on Instagram at Hans Gruber Wins, or you can find him on Twitter at Hans Gruber Wins. Wow. Cool. Yeah, follow him on both. He's hilarious. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you. So, Kay, where have you been? What have you been listening to? And 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 what's going on? You know, it's crazy. I actually prepped for this, so I'm pretty wow. excited. I'm not just gonna be flying by First. the seat of my pants. Um. Wow. Okay, Owen Wilson. Uh, <laughs> I actually, so like last week, I think we were super pumped. We had two albums come out that we were excited for, very excited for. Um, And then beyond that, I still have been listening to Logic. Logic actually, real quick, sorry, a little bit. Same a little bit, actually. Huh? Same a little bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Two things about Logic. Well, one thing about Logic. I hope you bring this up if you don't. He just for like a hot two seconds. No, he did not. He did. You think it's going to smell? I heard the air hiss out of his booty hole. (laughs) We fed, for whatever reason, we gave him pizza earlier, We just because we got pizza, and whatever we gave him pizza, it just <laughs> absolutely stinks up to place, and we thought, you know what, why not, why not? But anyways, real quick, before this falls off the rails, so I've been listening to a lot of uh, Logic, Logic, I have some Logic news. Um, he actually said that he hated uh, Good Kid, Mad City, which is Kendrick Lamar's first album that came out, or second album, I can't remember. But uh, he said he hated that for the first month that he listened to it. And then it took him a while to get into it, which I thought was super interesting because it We've came out around the same there, time. Though. I know, but that, like, I feel like when that album came out, everybody and their mom. <laughs> okay, Not he me. just he just tipped over his. That's what he does. His he can't eat bowl. out of the bowl. No. He tips it over. It's like the cutest thing, and I've never seen a dog actually do that besides Moose, which makes me love him even more. Um,. But when that first came out, it was like 10 out of 10. Everybody loved it. This is like the best thing that's ever come yeah. out. Sorry. And, um, Excuse you. I know. We're all gassy. Uh, <laughs> except for May, because May's never gassy. She's oh, perfect. Shut up. Um, yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of Busty and the Bass, uh, Catch Their Album, Eddie. So, um, so good. I know. It really was. I was. I was like, honest. I wasn't shocked, but I was just like so happy that it came out to be like probably one of the best albums i've heard all year yeah maybe no. the best album i've heard all year it is my album of the year so that was really exciting um and it's just like they're so good 
They're like I the know. best indie soul. Yeah, we the found the title. Is. We found the title. The genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're I don't the know best. If it's official, in it. but you know, it sounds like it. it but they're super polished, um, unique sound, and I can't think of anybody else that's like. Out of Love has become my new favorite song. Really, for yeah. me, it's it's Don't Make Me a Stranger. Was that what it was? Yeah, that. Or time don't time. Time don't, don't make, make me a stranger. stranger. Like, I showed that to my parents who only listened to, like, 70s and, like, 60s and 80s, like, R&B, soul, and funk. Yeah. And, like, they were like, who are these people? Yeah. And my dad came to me today, and he never does this. He was like, hey, uh, I really need, can you just send me some of their stuff, like, seriously? And I was just like, oh, oh, yeah, I, I definitely I know, can. people taking us seriously for once in our entire lives. I know, what it's, is this? it's like they think we don't do this. <laughs> Anyways, um... But yeah, so I just, I love them. I think they're kind of like our Chicago. So like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. This last week. Um, the other one was Jacob Collier. The Jazz Volume 3. Like, I had such high hopes for this album. I knew you did. And like, because well, he's amazing. Be, he's though. amazing. And I like The Jazz Volume 2. I haven't really gotten through The Jazz Volume 1. But 2 was really good. It was kind of like out there. It was almost like a folksy Irish Oh, album. I actually yeah. haven't listened to it before. It was super weird, but it's good. Um, so I was kind of from like the singles he's released. It seemed like he was just like, "Yo, I'm, I'm doing Motown. I'm doing funk. I'm doing soul music." And it was just like I was so pumped. And like some of it is, but it's a lot of like avant garde. Yeah. Stuff. No, it's just experimentation. Uh, hardcore. The max. So like it's good, but I just. It's not for me. So it was kind of disappointing. Like, there are a few good songs, like, In Too Deep, He Won't Hold You. Um, I mean, yeah, no, um, the the singles he released. Yeah, for this fantastic. Album were all so good. And I think, like, he just has been experimenting for a while. He said it took him a couple of years to make it, so I, I get that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was good. It just wasn't the best thing in the world, but I'll more than be happy to wait for the Just Volume 4, so whatever his next album is. But, yeah, I'm still a fan. Um, but, yeah. That's me. That's that's what I've been doing for the last the last week. What okay. about you? Well, I mean, you already touched on like half the stuff I was going to talk about. I know. I was kind of afraid to nah, do that. Fine. But, you know, we are five days out from the wedding. What Dude. is up? We're going to slip in one more episode before Yo, this. I'm telling you, I'm going to look so good at this wedding. No, you are. I, I saw a preview. Man. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm about to kill it. I'm excited to just get out. Have like a four day break from work for a minute. Yo, it's gonna be great. I know. Just just get a break and just have fun. I'm yeah. so ready. I know Saturday the day of wedding is gonna be like a fifteen Hectic. hour day. But whew. I know, it's gonna be great. Like I'm really excited. Um see what music's coming around the corner. But yeah. apparently there's gonna be line dancing. I don't know how to line dance. I will not be participating. I won't either. That's when we will be drinking we'll be all of Rachel's down. champagne. Yeah, we'll be sitting down. Yeah, exactly. Eating yeah. food. Eating mm. eating cookie cake. Oh, that's right, dude. Okay, that's one thing I'm like super pumped for because who doesn't love cookie cake? Exactly. And it's such an off-the-wall pick. I'm just like, yo, I, I'm here for it. That's what they've gotten for their anniversaries every single year. No way. And cookie cake. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, they're trendsetters. I love it. <laughs> Shout out Rach and Ryan. I know. We're about to get crunk. My my two favorite gingers. I don't say that often. Yeah. I've got other favorite gingers. You know, you're one of them, obviously. But 
They were close, like, third and fourth. Yeah, third and fourth. Well, I guess, yeah, I know another ginger in there. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Oh, no, no, it's not that person. Oh. It's like, um, I was going to, like, Dom Hall Gleason. If I could meet him, you know. Okay, okay. Bring I don't think back. I have any ginger friends. I'm gonna bring Actually, it back. Actually, Gerd's, Gerd's three. No, Gerd's, say, Gerd's five. I was gonna say Connor. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Yo, oh my gosh. Oh. I hope he's not listening. I hope he's not listening. Oh my god. If you're listening, Connor, you're actually two. <laughs> and then Domhnall Gleason will be five. Gerd's will be six. Sorry. And then and then the the future in laws. Yeah. Four and five. <laughs> no, wait, three, three and four. four. You are all over the place. It's fine. Okay. We need to get back to it. And we're Mar- I'm Margarita Building. Oh, Those were not words. Margarita Keeping it raw. Both of us right now. Okay, so it's been an off week for me, quiet week, you know, how it normally goes. Got to take a break from, like, finding all the music, because it's a lot. It's a lot. But um, Busting the Bass, obviously, Eddie, so stinking good. It was ridiculous. I was waiting all week for it. I listened to it Friday morning at, like, 4 in the morning. She did. Painting, and I was just down here dancing and doing my thing, and I loved it. And then I followed up with Jacob Colley's album and it was it was an experience and a trip yeah i feel like the first time i listened to it i feel like if i listened to it again just to experience it i'd be okay with it more but like yeah just to be completely honest it was too much to handle at five in the morning it really was my coffee was still kicking in but you're gonna gonna hate me for this go ahead shoot uh, I need to talk about Miley Cyrus's new single. Oh my god. <laughs> god dang it. And honestly, the only All reason right. why I'm even saying anything about it is because of Call Her Daddy, because uh, Alexander Cooper is like the founding father. She tried to, she tried to fuck with Stole Presidente. She is. Figured out what was up. What? Huh? That was Sophia. It was both of them, let's well, be yeah, real. Well, yeah, but at least Alex came back. Yeah, she's a good person. You know, I'm a, I'm oh. a daddy gang member over here. She is, she is. And I listened to the Miley Cyrus interview, which made me listen to her single, Midnight Sky, and it gave me extreme 80s vibes, and I was like, I'm here for it. It's not my favorite song in the world, but, like, I'm into it. I'm not mad about it. So, like, she just does good stuff, and I think what she stands for is really cool. So, you know, I have respect for Miley. And yeah, if you if you want to find out more, go listen to it. I highly recommend. It's kind of interesting. But I've had this new thing now where I have a shower song for the week. Uh, I've been wanting to say that. I've been waiting for you to say it. I know. I think it's going to be a thing now. My shower song. But since I take showers in the evening now and I can like turn up my music real loud and not like disturb the house. And so my shower song this past week was Hit My Line by Logic. Better believe it. First hip hop song ever make that, right? I know it's it's interesting, but I've been into it. It's just a good little like jam to get me going. It is, yeah. I enjoy it. It's a bop. Yeah, and then Moose is Moose. We already talked about him quite a bit, so I don't I don't need to go into detail over here. It's been an interesting one with him. I think he knows we're we're leaving soon, and he's just like he's trying hyped. to make it a living hell for us. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yesterday was very interesting. We don't need to go there. I know. <laughs> Okay, do you wanna do you wanna intro this? 
You want me to? Yeah, I can intro it. Um, <laughs> so I just gave a look. Like I, I'm not prepped for this. What are you doing? Um, so yeah, uh, today I think what we're gonna be focusing on, or this week. Um, it's going to be movie and TV soundtracks that we really enjoy. Yeah. I think that people, like, what can make or break a movie is its soundtrack in, like, in a really oh, interesting yeah. way. And I think that when directors or, like, producers or whoever, creative people, writers, are allowed to kind of explore that and let them, like, handle everything in a movie, I think that, interestingly, music is, like top three most component like most important components of a movie and like and yeah could you if imagine like if a movie didn't have any sound i think that would be super interesting though but that would just like it's like seeing like a show live on like like a play without music that would be well even plays have music i know but some of them don't i don't know i think like yeah yeah it's just, I think it would be really weird, and I almost think there'd be this emotional component taken out of it. Exactly, because, like, no. Unless it's, like, purposely done like that. Which but, it, it's never going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit of a movie nerd. Like, there are moments where, like, they cut the sound or they cut the music, and it's like... <gasps> and you don't like it? Or you no, do? I do, because it oh, raises the tension. Okay. Like, it's, it's per- it, as long as it's purposeful. Yeah. Anyways, but I think that music is super important in a movie. And when, like, there are, like, a few examples that I have. For me, it's, like, Cowboy Bebop. They wrote all the songs first. It's an anime TV show. It's, like, the gateway of, like, anime for a lot of people. Super great. May likes it. Yeah. Um, she's not super into anime, like, at all. No. And, um, but yeah, it's, like, this crazy the music Western space opera. Yeah. And it was all written before the show was written. And then the writers of the show came back and listened to the music, and then they wrote the show. Which is and that's so interesting. Super interesting. I think, like, it's actually really cool to think that, like, okay, they just came into this idea thinking that they wanted to create an anime, but they, like, hopefully had a completely, like, blank slate of, yeah. like, what idea they wanted to go with. And so then they heard the music, and then they were inspired to create this, like, weird people trying to save the world, world but, like, for money and like yeah, they're bounty they're, hunters, they're bounty right? hunters and they're but they're you say broke. they never get like paid, they never no, like complete, they never do. Yeah, no. exactly. They're useless. But it's like it's such a weird because it's like they're just trying to get paid and like but they all have their own baggage that they bring and it's like this weird Western vibe with this like jazz soundtrack and it's like all in space and they go to different planets and it's just this really really weird fantastic show and it's just like crazy to think that like and the music makes it right exactly the music makes it so like i mean the opening thing song is like the craziest five minute jazz song i've ever heard it is it blows my mind it is like but yeah so i think it's important and i think it'd be something cool for us to kind of talk about because i think we have two different ways of thinking about music and shows because i like I think you're more into the instrumental stuff when it comes oh, to shows oh, yeah. and movies. Yeah, I think um, I like original scores, and I think you like. I like them the, finding different music and pulling yeah, different things and creating honestly, emotions. And like, if I don't even know, I think I don't even know how to word this without sounding totally awful. Because I obviously like 
Do enjoy it. my my uh, career path that I've like chosen. I love art. I love doing things art. But I think it would have been so cool to be a person who puts like the songs to a movie. Like you don't even think that's an option, but it like is a career choice. Totally. People do it, and like I think it's you like score the movie. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been so cool to do. Like I didn't want to be a composer, and like no, I don't want to touch any of that. But like mm. to just like hunt down the song yeah. perfect song for like that perfect scene yeah like that would have been so much fun yeah i think, I think of like but like guardians of the galaxy when yeah. they made that decision to go with like the 80s the soundtrack yeah. 80s and that's it like well, that 70s movie, and 80s. the music makes that movie it does i think everyone like loves that movie because of, of just the music. like yeah the sweet yeah. like groovy vibes of all that music i know and i think like the ending with like ain't no mountain high enough is like yeah like i know it's cheesy but it's just like it it because everybody knows that song well and you can't go wrong with that song no you can't but they used it like at the perfect like moment yeah. and it was just they, they you could tell they spent a lot of time using music at the very beginning of when they were creating that mm-hmm. movie and just like having it it's like What's an integral intro? part of it Hey, hey, what's the matter with you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song, too. Exactly. Like, it's all, like, all the songs they had were fantastic. There's nothing bad about it. Okay, so just to, like, continue off of the oldies vibe, just to, like, go with the flow, I got two more movies that, that are oldies that I want to talk about. So the first one is The Big Chill. Mm. Watch that with you. I loved it. Actually, I know it's real good. And actually, I was named after one of the characters in this movie. My Which, mom loved it that much. I always think it's super interesting I just know. because, like, and yeah. it was Meg. She was a single lawyer who smoked cigarettes and wanted a baby. Sounds, so sounds super familiar. <laughs> what? But, anyways, uh, the movie is fantastic. Uh, it has an incredible cast. That Everyone it does. See that it. it does. But it's about a group of college friends who come back together for a weekend for one of their friends' funerals. So it's kind of a lot to talk about a lot. But while they're, like, doing all of this, they're reminiscing on just, like, old songs that are played from, like, the 60s and 70s. Just, like, that Motowny kind of vibe. And it's so good. It like, is. But they also, it's just like the, also some of the rockers, like rock songs and everything. Um, I have a few that I want to talk about. Um, first one is The Weight by the band. It's like, uh, take a load off Annie. You know, everyone knows that song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You're giving me a look like you don't, but you You do. sang it for me before. And then Give Me Some Lovin' by Spencer Davis Group. And then Ain't Too Proud to Beg by The Temptations. Yeah. That was he... like one of my first experiences with The Temptations when I saw that movie and I was like, what Who are these this? people? <gasps> I want it. I want everything. <laughs> You're so strict. Dude. Me. And then, actually, the intro song is You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They play at the funeral. And it's like on the organ. That's how it starts. And then they're doing their thing. And that's a fantastic song. Always. It is, yeah. So good. So, yeah, it's just a really good movie all around and the music's really good and it just like combines the movie as a whole but i want to say one other thing my mom used to she actually threw a party in college based around this movie because of the music in it are you serious yes. your mom's so cool 
So yeah, that's that's like what my first one that I like really want to talk about. It's very near and dear to my heart because it's my mom's favorite movie. Yeah. And honestly, maybe mine. I think it's just a feel good one. It's yeah. got like Jeff Goldblum in it, and yeah. like I don't remember the others, but it's a really solid cast. Kel- uh, Kevin Klein, Glenn Close. Yeah, there you go. Um, Better than I can do. Another really famous female actor, but I can't remember around that time. Yeah, I don't know. Her there name. are a few, but yeah, no. Um. I think it's interesting because, like, my oldie that I have... Are you are you good? Yeah, you can go to yours. Okay, cool. The oldie that I have is actually Star Wars. Right. I know. Like, I, I was not thinking about this, and I guess it's more of a series, but, like, for me... But their music is just so iconic. I know. And, like, it's so good. John Williams is a fucking, like, genius. Yeah. And, like, I mean, the opening song, when you first hear it, you're just like... It just takes you to a different place, I feel like. You know what I mean? Can like I mentally. say mine? I didn't, it's not on my list, but can I say what mine is for that? Yeah, go like ahead. Harry Potter. Yeah. I think the fifth one is the one with the most magical music to me in it. Really? Yeah. Did you know they did not play the theme from like the fourth all the way through to the last seventh movie at the very end? No. They never played the theme. But I mean, it's just like the orchestra that they do is just so magical and it makes it all. I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about like that ending scene. I know, and it makes me want to watch it so bad. We're just getting to that season where it's just like all the feel good We have to do it. I I think it's just different with us because like you read all the books, right? No. Okay, never mind. (laughs) You watched all the movies, right? Yes. Okay, okay. I read all the books. I'm like in denial that I never read them as a kid, but honestly, I didn't get into into reading until like sixth grade. I hated it. No, that's honestly what got me into reading. My mom would read those to me at night. Yeah, that's how it was for my cousin. My uncle would read them when we go to bed. Yeah. And I think that was like our generation defining, like, stuff like that was our generation to find that was our star wars that was our lord of the rings you yeah know? and i think that theme song i just get goosebumps thinking about it mm. honestly like it's just man that when you talk about iconic and like you want someone our age to think of something or, i feel like you say that song there's another uh parts of the caribbean it's no. iconic music it is but mm. my brother had the soundtrack <laughs> i'm not even shocked like I'm not even shocked. Ryan was such a of course, of course, Ryan had the soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, that the in many a stages way, of Ryan. Right, you know? It's just, it's wild. Yeah, like it's really interesting because when you look at baby photos, it's like, all right, you see May, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's May. The but kid. Ryan, like Ryan, has several. Like Ryan was like a butterfly. He just like evolved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like Pokemon, just like different stages. Charmander to Charizard. Up. It was just like, dang, like he okay. had different okay. stages. Margaritaville. You doing your next, or is it my turn? It's my turn. No, it's not. You brought up Harry Potter. Okay, fine. You go. You just, you cut me off halfway through Star Wars too. I did. Okay, continue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was gonna I'm talk sorry. about Duel of the Fates. No, do it, do it, do it. Um, I'm sorry. Do, do you even know what Duel of the Fates is? No, I don't. All right. Have you seen the first Star like Star Wars episode? I've seen all one? of them. All right. Do you remember when they're fighting Darth Maul? Yeah. That song is called oh, Duel of the Fates. No. They use it in every single movie, like of that series of prequels yeah and it's only when they're fighting and like for me that is like the ultimate battle music like whenever i hear that i just think of like lightsabers and like i always wanted to be a jedi and it was just like like that i just like, like that music also made that scene extremely intense right yeah it's like 
Blue Dies. He's like, he was like my Qui-Gon favorite Jedi. one. Yeah, he, he was, was my, my favorite, favorite Jedi. One. Green lightsaber, dude. Yeah. Well, also, it's it's I don't I'm so bad at names. What's his name in real life? Liam Neeson. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. He's he's a great actor. I just like how like I know this is about to be so nerdy. He was like slower and less flashy than like Obi Wan and Darth Maul. Yeah. And just like he was just like plodding along and barely keeping up the whole time. And I think no, it was interesting because like it was character. like. Yeah, no, it was crazy because usually he's the one kicking ass. Yeah. But, like, the whole time they're fighting him, like Darth Maul, it's just, like, it feels like they're losing. No, it does. Even though it's it's two against one and they should be winning. I know, but it feels like they're just, like, they're barely holding on. And I think the music just, like, hypes that up because it's just, like, you don't see that in the original series where, like, someone that has a lightsaber they always seem competent outside of like luke versus darth vader that first time mm-hmm. but like with that one you see two jedi in their prime and they're just getting toyed with the entire yeah. it's just crazy but anyways the next one of course is imperial march which is darth vader's theme song classic i can't think of anything more classic for an, like a theme especially for a villain oh yeah amazing but yeah i'm sorry no you're good okay. you're good so I, mean, I know we've kind of touched on this next one a little bit, but I picked Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, it's like one of the Classic, only musicals amazing. like I like. I'm not a musical fan, which is just so sad. Blows so many good musicals, mind. but the music I wrote down is ironic and iconic because it's like <laughs> supposed to like they're literally on a mission from God, but it's like the biggest joke. It's how it's, they how they pull it all together and do it all. And, like, they almost die, like, five times. And they're just so nonchalant about everything. I know. But then it's just they go and play these shows, and they're, like, really cool shows. Yeah. And it's not like I would go see them live if they were real. Yeah, I know, they actually they did, did tour. tour. Yeah. But the but other like, thing was was that in this movie, the people, the famous musicians that were in it are fantastic, too. Is you know, yeah. Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, James Brown, yeah. Cab Calloway. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, and then, I mean, the entire Blues Brothers band as well. Yeah. They were all very um talented musicians successful yeah musicians and so it was just so good and then like they featured sam and dave songs which they're a fantastic group and like they had their original songs just like not a thing for movies especially like for them to once again tour off of it and everything like that like everybody needs somebody to love fantastic song or like they did a cover of give me some lovin which i literally just called out in the last movie but they did a great cover of it Mm -hmm. and like do you love me? The one that they sing of that too is yeah, really yeah. good. And, and also, like when they have that country scene, I know <laughs> that was I was into that. I'm not That's super like into country. One of the best scenes. I know, but they the kill movie. it. They did, and they're just like throwing the rawhide one. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> but then, yeah, I put "Hold On, I'm Coming" by Sam and Dave because that's a fantastic song. And then the other one that I posted was "Think" with aretha franklin when they're like in the diner you know yeah but the blues brothers are like featured you know on that's it like one of the most commonly used um it's like it's always ripped for um commercials i can't like that her song yeah 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 what, no. what's the what's the what is it you know what i'm talking about when she's like it's when she starts belting oh oh mm-hmm. freedom yeah, yeah. yeah freedom yeah, yeah. 
I hope she gets royalty checks off of that. If she's sure, still I mean, she's not alive. Anymore, alive but, I was about to say. I hope she's dead. Sure she did. Hopefully her kids are. Yes, I hope so too. She deserves it. She's she's a queen. Yeah. Okay. So I think like for my next one, um, kind of jumping into that with that idea, I kind of went with Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Right. Yeah, where a movie this is, is like kind of based good, on music. Yeah. So good. Well, There's I mean, so like, many. Okay, so if you've ever seen this movie, if you haven't, you need to see you this movie. To. It's like, honestly, my family's probably one of our most quoted movies. It's like one of our favorites. We always like say, I'm a dabber dad, man, damn it, or something like that. Hopefully that won't get striked. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, I'm a man of constant sorrow, like the song they sing to become famous, uh, the Soggy Bottom Boys. Won, won awards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have notes about that. Um, they actually won three Grammys from that movie. They won for Album of the Year in 2002, <laughs> Country Collaboration of the Year, and Best Male Vocal co- uh, Country Performance. Which is, like, the most ridiculous thing I know. on Earth. And then, like, um, there's uh, the Siren Song is amazing, but there's one other one where uh, I can't remember what his name is in the movie or his actual name. He was Mr. Pendanski in Holes. Um, he was in Buster oh, Scruggs. I know who you're talking he about. Yeah. sang on that album or that song. Yeah, the one like did right before they did "I'm Have Constant Star yeah. at the end, and like that was him. And like he's just like classically trained and can sing, and it so was fantastic. He did the song. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. No, I know. I know George Clooney has literally come out in interviews and been like, "That was not me." No, he's come out. He's like, yeah, I thought I could sing. Like everyone told me I could, and then we got on set, and they're like, yeah, I can do it. Like I got this. Yeah. And then they did it, and they're like, uh, so we're gonna get someone to voice over you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, like it's cool, but like, yeah, he actually sang that. Like when they were doing the. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. That's awesome. I know. That's, that's fascinating. It's yeah. such a good movie. You really need to watch it. Like you will literally laugh the whole time. Yeah, no, it's so it's, good. But it's like just so stupid too. How it's like all plays out. But I feel like that's that writer's um style. The Coen Brothers. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. And but it's. I think it's almost kind of like. I mean, it's based off the Odyssey, but it's almost kind. Of, you know what is weird? I bet the Blues Brothers is kind of based off the Odyssey too. <laughs> just being honest, like, I think it's. But it's, like, a similar thing. They're on this, like, mission, and, like, True. they just get into crazy-ass shenanigans. And yeah. Yeah, they're both being hunted by the law. Yeah. Dog. It's the same movie. Not really. It kind of is. No. <laughs> Different but, styles of music. But, yeah. No, it's good, though. It's, like, I didn't like country, and it's it's really country, but it's great. Yeah. So, next movie, I want to hit, uh, we're going to be a little more serious here. I want to talk about High Fidelity, the Hulu show yeah you should actually everybody should watch that it's really good so good zoe kravitz did she killed it she killed it i think honestly when i watched it i was like i didn't know how she would handle like headlining a show Yeah, i feel like that was the first time she was like the main character and i've seen her in like supporting roles and she's usually really good but she honestly killed it and i was like yo she deserves like emmy considerations for this like it was so good yes such a good show anyways um basically it's about this girl who owns a record store Mm -hmm. and is dealing with heartbreak she's Mm kind of like depressed but like not really but like it's by her own it's she caused the the heartbreak and like the breakup and all of this yeah and um well we don't want to give it away don't say anything uh, yeah, yeah, go. But 
um, the show is just also about the love music. for music. Yeah. And they do a really, really good job yeah. of like showing the heart of like yeah. all of the oldies and like really mm-hmm. paying tribute to these records and these music- musicians that you really don't think a yeah. lot about. Which I gotta wonder is that because it's originally based off a movie with John. I don't. John Cusack. I mean, probably. I've never even seen that one before. Yeah, it makes me wonder: is that even in the original? I don't know, but. And honestly, I don't even know if, like, I'm going to be able to pick songs from this no. show because there's so many. Yeah, no, for it's our playlist. a lot. But I know they have, like, a playlist out there on Spotify that really? is, like, of this show. It's, like, the official sa- soundtrack, but it's, like, loads of songs, mm-hmm. and it varies from, like, jazz music to, like, hood rap stuff yeah, yeah. and, like... You know, then there's like Prince, and then there's like David yeah. Bowie in there, and so it's literally just some good rock music. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah, and also it's like in every episode, and it's like the driving point of most episodes. Yeah, no, it is. So I, it's so good. It's a great music lovers sitcom. Oh, for sure. Like we all have the like broken heart syndrome or oh, yeah. our emotions on our sleeve and that's like the perfect 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 show for and, that and you know everyone's out of shows at this point so go watch it exactly if you have hulu do it yeah or just like get the free trial and do mm. it <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> okay you know we're knocking things over we're we're a mess right honestly there are gonna be some cuts going it's okay. on it's okay yeah. not keeping it raw no i mean we're keeping some of it raw <laughs> be real um so i guess like my next uh, one is going to be La La Land. I think, uh-huh. like, it's probably my favorite musical, to be completely honest. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's brand new, but, like, I think that, and it's just about, like, these two people. Who kinda, have such a great dynamic, by the way. Those two actors. Oh, my gosh. It's so like good. It's like our Spencer Tracy and, like, Catherine Hepburn couple. Like, yeah. they're fantastic together. Um, but it's, it's uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, Emma Stone. Yes. And one of them is a jazz musician who kind of is, like, stuck career-wise, and another, and Emma Stone is, like, this actor who's trying to make it big in L.A., and it's, like, this whole... It's a struggle. Exactly. It's, like, this modern romance, and, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything. And like, will love last, basically. Exactly. It's a very interesting question about that. Um, but Damien Chazelle, like, wrote everything with, like, his friend from college, and then he choreographed everything, too. And, like, the music is just, like, a love letter to jazz music. And if you really enjoy jazz, you need to watch that movie. Well, I don't even think you have to enjoy it to, like, enjoy the movie. Like, no, you, you don't, don't have to be, like, a lover of jazz to appreciate that movie. No, you don't. But, like... And it's a tearjerker for sure. It is, it is. I, I definitely cry whenever I see it. I'll be completely honest. Like, I have no problem no with shame. that. But, like, the music is just so good. Like, Someone in the Crowd, City of Stars... Like, the theme song for me and Sebastian, like, when they're together, it's yeah. just like, oh, but it's so good. Check it out. My turn? Okay. Yes, so, I'm so gassy. I'm sorry. <laughs> My next few that I want to call out, I think, are more, like, scenes for movies than anything. But this one, it's a movie called The Gin Again. I think it came out in, like, 2013. It's with Kira Knightley and Mark, uh, <laughs> what's his last name? Mark Ruffalo. Yes. And, like... The relationships are weird. It's also got Adam Levine in it. He's a complete douchebag. CeeLo Green, which is also weird. Yeah, that's super random, right? Yeah, there's so many stuff going on. Oh, wait, you know who else is in it? Who? Um, 
Haley Stein Steinfeld. Right. Yeah, she's the daughter. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, but there's this really sweet moment between Kira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. Their Which is a weird relationship. It is. It really is. But they go on basically this like iPod date where yeah. they have like a headphone splitter. And they just walk the city. They like take the train, go into a club, and dance to like their music and not the music playing yeah, in the yeah, club. Yeah. And they just like are walking the streets at night. And it's like one of the coolest. Uh, gives me chills. But some of the like they play, they play Frank Sinatra. They play Stevie Wonder. They play. Yeah. Um, as time goes by, from the movie Casablanca by Dooley Wilson. Like that was the first time I experienced that song. I was like, yeah. Ugh so good it just like wow i just had to shout that one out i'm sorry that was weird (laughs) no you're good i did it earlier so you're good but it just it just is these scenes that are just like magical because of music i know like that is it and i mean i rewatched the scene actually just like get the songs that were going on it earlier today and mark ruffalo was like this was the first um date that i had with my wife we probably said all of two words to each other all night long but we were just listening to music and wow, then like really? two months later we got married and it's just like stop it <laughs> i know it's just a movie what? but like why do you have to do that to oh me? <laughs> i thought he really said that i was like oh my god oh no i wish i wish that was true yeah i know but it's it's really good music and like just not to point out the old stuff, like Kira Knightley can sing. She sings yeah. in this movie. No, and the original song that they wrote for Lost that. Stars. So good. Yeah, when Adam Levine and her, they both sing two different versions of it, and they're yeah. both fantastic. I mean, the Kira Knightley version is better, but like, yeah, they're no, but they're good. both good. Yeah. Exactly. No, that would be a certified hit if it was released. No, it is. It's out on. You can you can add it. I mean, you know, if like they actually were like, hey, this is on my new album instead of like, hey, oh, this is on the movie oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was Soundtrack, on. Soundtrack. Yeah. No, yeah. I yeah. But yeah, it's like, honestly, I think movies don't stand out to me for soundtracks. I think that's why this episode was a little hard for me to like write about. But it's like moments like that in movies that are what really stand out to me. And I have like a few others. I know we're probably getting lots of water looking nah, right cool. now going on. But... Yeah, I think like for my, like, yeah, the next one that I have, it's kind of the same boat. Like, there's just a certain scene that I think of whenever I think of this movie, yeah. and it's uh, Howl's Moving Castle. It's an anime. I don't care what you guys think. Um, but basically, <laughs> it's just... I and I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically about this magician who kind of plays both sides of this, like, super nationalist, like, rah, rah, World War One style of, like, war. Meanwhile, he's trying to assist and, like, help this young girl who's been cursed by his rival into like being this old woman and he brings her on as a nanny as he's like helping her get young and all this crap and it's it's great but there's this one scene at the very beginning when they first meet and this kind of how the ball gets rolling he's being followed by these like uh spirits that are like from his rival and then she's being accosted by these two soldiers as they're like heading off to war right yeah so there's this big parade bunch of tanks there's like you can see like the ships going off to war in the harbor and everybody's cheering and yeah yeah yeah. and there's like this like marching band song that's like playing and it's just like classic like nationalist like europe war you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and he like saves her puts a spell on them they walk away and as he's like walking with her he's being followed by these things 
and they like float up into the sky and just like walk over all the buildings. And there's a song that plays. It's like called the Merry Go Round of Life. And like it's so good. It's so fucking good. And I like always get goosebumps whenever I hear it. And it's just like the sweetest, cutest moment because he's like holding her hands and she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to fall. And he's like, no, you're not. Like, I got you. And it's super romantic. And um, I just think of that. And I was just like, ooh, yeah, that's what got me for that movie. But yeah. Okay, I got two more. They'll be short and sweet. And then we got to talk about a Disney movie. What Disney movie? Well, your mind. You could. Music. We knew what we were talking about this. We knew what we were talking about this. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, but my next scene is actually, I've posted about this scene before. It's uh, Try a Little Tenderness by Otis Running. Oh, jeez. It's the scene from Pretty in Pink where Ducky's like sliding to the record studio and like dancing. It's like probably one of my favorite movie scenes. And it's what showed me Otis Running for the first I've time. I've never ever. even seen that movie before. It's like not even the, that good of a movie. <laughs> but that scene is phenomenal and it's John Hughes and like John Hughes is John Hughes you know you can't go wrong with him he's the director of like okay, all those 80s like, classic movies like The Breakfast Club um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off and like stuff no. like that but that scene in general that song makes it I love it it's like funny and like both the girls in the shop are just like jaw dropped to the floor because they're like what is he doing? And it's like almost weird, but at the same time you're like yeah. impressed. And so that was that was a good one. And then actually I forgot about this scene. But did you ever see The Man from Uncle, the most recent one with Army Hammer? And you know what? My mom went and saw that and I did not go with her, I but I hear it's really, really good. Liked it. I know apparently uh it didn't do great at the box office. My mom said it was fantastic. And they were I think they had a second one planned but realized the earnings were not what they wanted it to be. Yeah, so which sucks. Because that seems like such a fun like duo. Henry Cavill and Arnie. Yeah. Arnie Hammer. But uh, one of my favorite scenes, honestly, for a really long time when that movie came out was um, when they, they're like rescuing this girl. I don't remember the whole like spiel. I'm not going to say it and like screw myself over. But <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're rescuing this girl and Arnie Hammer's staying with her in this hotel. Mm. and she's just like gonna get drunk while he's sitting there playing chess like he's a russian man very like stiff russian spy yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like I which is hilarious fun at all basically yeah and she's over here she's like i'm gonna finish this bottle like you can either join me or like you don't have to and yeah. so he doesn't he chooses not to but then she turns the record player up or like the radio or whatever and um the song is called cry to me i didn't write it down and i'm so mad at myself by who it's by um, I think you'd recognize it, but hold on, let me just Justin Timberlake, Kanye <laughs> River, bam. No, um, give me, give me just two seconds here. Solomon Burke. Yes, and she dances to it, but then he like comes over Army Hammer and he's like, "Stop this! Like you're making a fool of yourself." But then she like drags him into it a little bit and like starts swinging his armors around. And then all of a sudden, like, she takes his hand and smacks him in the face with it. And she does it, like, twice. And then they start wrestling. And it's just, like, this entire scene. But the song's playing. And it's just, like, I love it. I live for it. It's just, like. I gotta see that And scene. then they end up kissing. Of course. Know, tension. Yeah, naturally. Whatever. But. Physical violence. It's yeah. great. And, like, Army Hammer. I 
feel like he's so underrated. He really is. He's just awkward, and it's like, I love it. And then, yeah, those are, I mean, I wrote down the, the Umbrella Academy, but because I do a lot of really cool covers, and that's also just because, like, Mary J. Blige is in it. Well, yeah, that's season one, but She's Gerard Butler. Two. Is that his name? No, that's not it. Gerard. Way. Is that it? Why did I say Butler? Because you thought of the actor from 300. <laughs> I got to look that up, make sure that's right. I think it's Gerard Way. You but, know his cousins with Joe Rogan? No. Yeah. But anyways, you know, okay. the, the, the yeah, main singer Way. of... My Chemical Romance is the creator, one of the writers of yeah. the Umbrella Academy. And I really would like, like, in my soul, I really want to believe that he helps, like, decide some of the music that's put into this show. And that's, like, why I want to call it out. And plus, I just watched season two and it was phenomenal. So, Which is, it. like, honestly really crazy because, like, he went from being arguably... What it like the lead singer of like one of the most popular rock bands on the planet at the time, yeah, Yeah. but they were like, no, you're right, you know what I mean. And then, like, he I remember, like, because I was kind of like into them, so I would follow them. And when he stepped away, I just remember being like, what the why are you writing comic books? And that was the Umbrella Academy, but yeah, he's doing a phenomenal job, exactly. And now that's like the biggest thing on Netflix, it's crazy. Yeah. He's like... It's so unique, and it makes sense. Like, it fits. When you put those two together, you're like, oh, yeah. It makes total sense. He's just a complete dweeb, like a complete nerd. He just creates awesome shit. Yeah. You have another one you want to... No, actually. Yeah. I mean, like, but you go with the Disney stuff first. Oh, well, okay. I was kind of surprised that I put this one down. I think we just wanted to call out, like, one Disney movie that we... We really worked hard to avoid them. Yeah. In the original, you know. Yeah. But um, because we could probably just do like a Disney list, we probably should at some point. We but really just should to, like actually. talk about the soundtracks. I'm kind of surprised that I put this one down, but between the animation, the storyline, and the music, Coco just like yeah, no, it is. It's absolutely amazing. I think with all three of those, yeah. it's like the dynamic. I think, like... It's so good. Yeah, out of, like, the last couple of movies they put out, I think Coco is the best. It's so underrated, too. Like, I, I didn't see it for, like, at least a couple of years after Same. it came out. And then someone was like, you have to. Like, it's so good. Like, it'll make you cry. And it, it did. I was a baby in that movie. Then, it was like, so good. Remember Me? That song is so good. And it's just, you know... It's, it's such a good movie. tribute to, like, this beautiful heritage. I know. And, like, beautiful music. Yes, and you don't even, like think about it no like this whole idea behind halloween and just like how that's it right yeah yeah dia de dias de los i'm not gonna mispronounce it day of the dead yes (laughs) but it's just a beautiful story and like it took too long for them to make it but like at least disney finally did it and they did it right they did not did i think like what's been interesting about because that's like that Disney, Pixar. It's weird how they do it because they have Pixar and then they have Disney Studios and then yeah. they do movies together, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of those. And they did Moana like that. And yeah. it was just like those two came out back to back, I want to say. Yeah. And like Moana's another. It's not mine that I picked, but I just think of another like. fantastic one, though. Yeah, but like the like the songs that they did that were like more ethnic and like just like yeah. true to the heritage mm-hmm. of like that, you know, culture. Those were absolutely fantastic. They were. Like, 
just applaud Disney like, for actually doing their own work. Honest, it's probably like they're overcompensating because in the past they did. They're up. extremely racist. <laughs> they're extremely racist. Shout out to Bill. is one of my favorite movies still, but you know, it's like we all know that it's it's not. For the first, like, hour and a half, you thought they were the bad guys. Let's be completely (laughs) honest. When it's like, no, you showed up at our doorstep and you're cutting. Anyways. Yeah, no, we don't need to go down there. I think of Dumbo, like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Incredibly racist. But, you know, they're they're trying to make up for it. That's my brother's favorite, though, because as a kid, you don't know any better. That's the thing. I'm about to roast your brother this weekend (laughs) over that. I'd be like, oh, you like crows? You like crows? You won't even know what that means. He's like, what are you, what are you talking about? You'll make him sweat and panic like a minute before his wedding. <laughs> no, he's cool. He's cool. I won't even be talking to him before his wedding. I guarantee <laughs> it. But um, yeah, no, I think Disney's doing a great job right now. Yeah. So, but for me, I think it's interesting we both picked like newer, because yeah. I went with Tangled. Yeah. I think you Tangled. You love it. It's the best music they've done. Like I mean, while. honestly, Eugene is the best, the best male character. I know. He's the one with like Finn. the most. Yeah. Um, is it Finn? Well, it's Finn Ryder, but his real name's Eugene. Flynn. It's Flynn. Flynn. I call Flynn. him Flynn. I don't care. But he's the character with like the most depth, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. No, I think um, he's awesome. But like the fact they got Mandy Moore to kind of come out of retirement. Yeah. Because she was like, "I'm done doing movies. I'm just gonna do music and." And then her and, TV show, and yeah, drama. yeah, yeah. But they like convinced her to like do this movie, and that's like how they kind of brought her out of retirement, semi-retirement. But she is so underrated as a, like a singer and like a songwriter and like just as like an overall like musician. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's just one song that does it for me. There are a lot of great songs in that movie, but like the reprise of like "When My Life Will Begin" when she's being lowered down into the field and she's like singing about the grass and the dirt and then like there's just this beautiful crescendo of like all of the instruments and the orchestra and then she's like just belting and it's like i get goosebumps whenever i hear it you are so cute shut up (laughs) but anyways that's 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 it that's it oh boy another rant oh another another week another rant i mean it's not gonna be. I feel like this one we're a lot on. We're a lot more on the same page. Yeah, and we're like going back to the quarantine stuff. But like, what else are we gonna talk about at this point? Nothing else is There's happening. Just, ugh. I think it's I such a weird words. time for music. It's such a weird it time. Is. It's, it's just, like ugh. you feel for everybody. I do, but, but I feel like their true like, colors are kind of coming out, which is like, fucked stop. up. Please, please stop. But they, it's like you know they have to make their money somehow. But it's like. Well, there's some people that are doing a really good job at it. Like who? I want to say, should we like, you know. Set it up a bit more. (laughs) Okay, I guess you can't really set this one up. So what we're trying to like talk about today is the fucking craziness of like the music industry right now. Because of COVID. Because of COVID and and quarantine. And protests and and oh my god everything just, everything i think you're just my trying. shoes like it's it's just <laughs> it's just fucking insane shame <laughs> insane we're not cutting that keeping it raw i think they're just trying to like still do everything they love yeah but they don't know how to because yeah. they can't tour and so they're just I, like overcompensating i know and doing it to the extreme i feel it's like, like it's just oh. like okay can we talk? Let's just talk about our first example. I know, I think but real quick, I just want to set the stage. Okay. 
I think that I guess not set the stage, but just kind of what I've been thinking lately about this because we talked about this last week a little bit. I think that creatives are having a really hard time right now. True. Because I feel like. I mean, I'm doing it. I can easily say I'm doing it. Like, I don't know how to just like sit here at home and function, do all this. I'm waking up extremely early to just like paint and like get something out of me. Yeah. That I can at least be like proud of and like just, you know. And I mean, you're doing it a little bit too. I think I'm doing it more extremely and I don't even know how healthy it is. It's just like, I just have to. Didn't want to say that. Rude. (laughs) But I just think in order to like cope and deal with everything going on in the world, I'm just painting and I'm like losing myself in it. And honestly, for like an hour and a half, that's good. Like my favorite time of the day. Yeah. No, I, I, when I'm like able to get up actually in the morning and like write, I don't do it every day, but like when I'm able to sit down before I clock in and just get like 500 words in or like, you know, a thousand, it's just like, Everything just kind of makes sense for a bit, and it it's does. like it's okay. But and you I can forget about exactly. all the shitty things going yeah. on right now. So I don't blame artists for no. like what they're doing, but some of them how they're executing it. Fucking crazy! <laughs> it's You're too fucking much. crazy. It's too much. Who are you gonna talk about first? I think we're both gonna talk about glass animals. Okay. Okay. Good. Because <laughs> I thought we were okay. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's, it's hilarious. Not even you can't even talk about it. I think it. it's hilarious that we literally talked about cassette tapes last week. <laughs> and then right after like we were talking about it and recording it, they put out their album, which is okay. No, I it's, think it's a pretty good album. And then they put out a VHS, a floppy disc. They put out Converse cassette shoes. tapes. Shoes. They have like this Instagram filter where the the vinyl comes to life and it's like virtual or whatever. It's they are just doing everything, and it to is unnecessary. To squeeze us for as much money as possible. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. Exactly. I was okay with, like, the vinyls and the cassette tapes, because that, to me, makes sense. <laughs> Why the fuck do you have a VHS and a floppy disk? Well, that's the whole the whole idea behind this album, I think, is that, like, they're, they're bringing in, like, these childhood home videos. But at the same time, it's like... We don't give a fuck about that. But also... Majority of your followers are like twenty sums who barely even know what a cassette tape is. Can we can, can we go there? Yeah. No, I mean like, like they we, do not know. They were too young yo, to remember it. Yeah. When I went to them, because they came to uh, our city. Are we allowed to say our city? Yeah. No. I don't when they came to Kansas City the last time, it was I like it and I regretted it. So it was much. such a good show. Yeah. It was such a good show. Um, when they came to the city, it was like I didn't feel like I was like I was one of the older people there. Yeah, and like it was a better mix than like the greeting but committee that was, also was like but like five-ish years ago too, when you're the oldest one there. Like, I know. That's crazy. I know. It was just like weird. I felt older, and I was just like, there are a lot of lot of young people here. Yeah, a lot but that's of young just people. Like what we're getting at is that they have a freaking floppy disk. I haven't heard that word. In years, dude, and like we did not use them. No, we had to we had to use them in elementary school. They made us bring in stuff so we could like burn it and then. Like, I know, but like you did not like use it like your parents did. No, that shit didn't like that. To us, don't even take floppy disks anymore. No, do they? So no. why are they selling it? 
Well, it's like the VHS thing. It's like, yeah, I think I don't have VHS player. They don't make them anymore. I think you have no. to buy a used. Right? Yeah, yeah, and they're super expensive. So it's like, once again, why? I know. It's like, it's like I get. I love glass animals. Don't get me wrong. They have fan, fantastic. <laughs> I hope I didn't know. <laughs> Keeping it raw. They have fantastic music, and they, they know do. what they're doing, and they come out with some really like emotional Interesting, stuff. Interesting, great stuff. Yeah, but like. They redeemed themselves from that little EP they put out with Denzel Curry right, or whatever. But like, why? Why are you doing this stuff? No one cares. And I think it's like about this, it's about like Dreamland or whatever. I think that's what their album's called. So I think it's supposed to be kind of like this psychedelic-y sort of experience. But like... Yeah. You know what's fucked up no. though? What? You're like having, because like your fans are going to be younger. And this is what, what really annoys me with all this. It's like you're going to there are going to be some people out there that like shouldn't be buying this shit to like watch their VHS or use their floppy disk and they're going to be spending hundreds of dollars to be able to use this shit. You know those people exist. Yeah, no. And it's like we're in the middle of a pandemic. It feels like half the country isn't working and you guys are doing this shit. Like fuck I'm not saying fuck you, but kind of that's slime bally. That's that's a little slimy to me. Yeah. Like to be completely honest. Well, like those young, those young diehard fans, they buy everything, you know. So just get some fucking shirts, and you know you'll still make your money. Like don't. Okay, we're going down this area, this 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 way, and now I'm just thinking about cassette tapes and how you're for them. Okay, stop. <laughs> cassette tapes make sense, all right? But I think another one God that damn like. It really annoys me is um the head and the heart I, that's who i thought we were going to talk about first i uh, they i've seen them live twice they're really good live they make good music but they jumped on this bandwagon of like hey here's our number text us yo that was so disingenuous it and, was absolutely and we'll, insane we'll talk to you one-on-one and they like literally made it sound like you're going to be talking to them yeah Sounds no, like, the first oh. text you get is like, hey, we're releasing a new single, come Monday. Or like, it's not even a new yeah. single, it's just like a, a And redo. it's an auto-response. Yes, and then it's like, here, get our, get our new merch. Oh, and I, I, I fell for it. Yeah. You know, Did you buy merch? No. I, I was about know. to be like, dude. No, I fell for the text thing, even though I shouldn't have, because I know I it's been it going around for a minute. You know, it's like, they're not the first ones to do it. They're no. just jumping on the bandwagon and trying to be cool while they're like, almost 40 plus years old so it's like that's what i'm saying it's just like i get that you guys are trying to like build your experience and build your base and all this but like you you should have just said hey do you want to be a part of our texting newsletter yeah instead of just being like hey do you guys want to talk to us we can talk about anything yeah. we can talk about sports we can talk about your life like it was just like no, it's like come on also, like, I don't care about the emails. Like, I sign up for artist emails. Yeah, I do it, too. Because, you know, it's like, sometimes that's a way to, like, get, News. hey, we're in the recording studio, or, like, here's, especially when you're not, like, super onto social media, yeah. I think that's a good way to just be like, well, hey, we just, just released like, a new album, or, yeah, like, I feel this like you, is happening. And, well, just when they put out new merch, like, that's, yeah. I sometimes check it out. Exactly, like, so I do, like, too. But the texts are just like all I all I want are my old navy texts saying that there's fifty percent off. Yeah, because I'm diving it. in on that. Exactly, even though I shouldn't be because no. I know the you know it's it's a whole other thing. But it's awful. But like I don't want some artist telling me these things, and it's like five texts, and it's like. 
please leave me alone. I know. I quickly ended that shit because it's just like, it's not even worth it. It's so annoying, but like everyone's doing it. And it's just like, I love the head and the heart. They will always be like a band yeah. that means a lot in my family, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like lately, these last couple of months, you and your stupid honeybee stuff with mm. that song and just, oh, the text and like. Aren't trying. they kind of going pop right now a little bit? I just think they're trying to get like a bigger following, which I can respect. But at the same time, it's like you are like a folk indie band. What do you What do you expect? You're a bunch of hippies who like grow the hair out long, like wear fringe jackets, and like have the not cowboy hats, but like some kind of hat thing going on, and like. <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird. It's just, it is too much, and you're only ever going to like have. A specific group following you, you know, know. You're like not you're going to you're super fringe. Just accept it, like it's cool. I know, and so I just think they're like trying to go pop in their like appearance, but they never will. And ugh. I know they just want more people to buy their merch, but it's like no, stop. I know, and like just the amount of merch that I've been seeing that people have been releasing so much. Oh my god, some of it I do love, and then I'm like, part of me is like feels guilty and i'm like i should support these like especially the artists that are lower on the totem pole than not that oh, many yeah. people know and like they need yeah the, um they need those sales yeah they need to be able to survive yeah the support right now to just yeah. like keep going as musicians yeah, yeah totally kit but then there's like the big names and you know they're the ones that are making the money right now yeah. who are pulling this stuff but i want to say i think someone is doing it really well and I've been wanting to participate, but I have not, is Mountain Joy. Mountain Joy has done, like, they call it concerts, but they've done two, like, jam sessions, like, live concerts, where you buy a $15 ticket, and you can view it for, like, up to 72 hours of the weekend of that they've, like, done it. And so, and sometimes they have, like, these package deals where, like, you buy it, and then you get, like, a shirt or something like that with it or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay, they have really cool. cool merch right now, too. They have, like, these tie-dye. Like, they have a very unique um, yeah. album covers. Yeah. And they, like, kind of include that into their merch. But yeah. I've, I've wanted to watch, like, a lot, one of their live shows. I just haven't gotten around to it. So, yeah. like, next time I really should, like, support this group and do it. But... I really like how they've been approaching this whole COVID situation because it's like, and also they're doing, I think they're in like Philly or something like that, but they're doing drive uh, in concerts. That's cool. I know. So they're like actually figuring out how to do this in the right way instead of just being like, here's more merch and like text us and then like, we'll yeah. let you know when more merch is dropping and like all of this. Can like, I be honest? What? I don't know how I feel about paying for like video shows. Cause like, yeah. like I okay, that's cool. They're including like merch with it. Like I'm okay with it beyond that point. Like that's fine. But like when you have like an artist, I can't think of anybody specifically right now. Busty in the bass. Do they charge for theirs? No, I'm just saying you would spend money to watch the concert online. I think. No, I wouldn't. I would. I would just rip it from YouTube. You are awful. I'm awful. Those musicians need support. Yeah, and there are a bunch of people that like are about to be evicted from their homes and be penniless because of COVID. Like, I get like with like the bigger bands, 
Fuck them. Take care of yourself. That's, that's what I'm saying. Base, though. I know that's fine, but like if you're if Maroon Five is like, hey, spend seven bucks to see us live on Tuesday night. Fuck, don't do that. Save your money. Okay. Save and your yeah. money. Like this is a this is a unprecedented time. We don't know where the fuck anything's gonna go. The election's about to be crazy. Like just be Nailed. smart and don't like fall into this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like if I you... know, but I think at some point too, especially if it's your favorite artist, you can find some kind of little escape in it. I get that, but like, we don't know what the fuck is gonna happen in four months. Okay, you are going down a very dark place. I'm right just now. being honest. Like it, it kind of annoys the fuck out of me that like, not like the smaller bands, like Busting the Bass. I get it, or like a Willis. I get it. Like you, you have to make your money somehow, and like this you're not like huge yet you don't have like money just to live off of if you guys are touring in a van i get that you guys do get a pass but if it's like a maroon five ariana grande a john mayer like fuck them don't don't do that shit like or like when um john krasinski put out his little show and like you had to like did you have to pay to see it it was, like, right at the beginning of COVID. Oh, right. He originally had it on Facebook, and yeah. it was really fun. And then he got taken over by, like, ABC. CBS. Or yeah, or one of the others. And then he got a deal, and now it was, like, pay $5 to, like, monthly subscription to watch my yeah, good news thing. Yeah, don't fucking spend shit on that. It's, like, no. That's, that's, that's their cash cow. Like, like, yeah. I can watch your, like, goofy videos without the commentary all day long on, on any of my social medias. Like, exactly. what do you want from me? It's stupid. But anyways, just, like, be smart about how you spend is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but, like, at the same time, I would love to sit down watch, you know, Mount Joy do their thing with a red glass of wine, like, a bottle of red wine in hand, just chilling, enjoying my life, singing to, the, to their music, and just, like, just having fun. Because that's, like, the closest thing right now that we're going to get to a concert, because there's going to be no driving concerts around here, because we're in the middle of Kansas, we're in the we're middle. Not in the middle of Kansas. I know, but what I'm saying is that like we are in the middle of the United States. No one, there's no like popular bands. Greeting committee. That are. You think they're gonna do some drive-up show? Because I don't. No, they wouldn't. No, exactly. Kids. <laughs> so, I'm just saying that like that's the closest opportunity I'm gonna get to a live show for probably about at least another year. No, and I, I get that. It's just like, you're. It's an experience. I get I it. Pay, I want to pay money for experiences. All right, well, you just pay for it, and I'll be here. How about that? It's only one payment. All right. I can have a show of people watch it with me. You're supposed to be social distancing. <laughs> All I'm saying is that it's not like a concert thing where you have to pay for a ticket, and I have to pay for a ticket, and my friend has to pay for a ticket, and this person has to pay for a ticket. No, it's like I just have to pay for it once on one form of previewing streaming service. And I can view it as many times as I want. I guess, like, I have my qualms with, like, what's been going on with, like, music. And I think we're kind of at an impasse about it. Because, you know, I think I get what you're saying. And I, I really do. I think um, there are some, like, positive things that are coming out of it. Like, I think Eddie, like, that album. Yeah. I Like, will we get that without the whole situation? Oh. Probably, yeah. I mean, oh. I'm telling you. I want to buy merch from Busting the Bass. I would buy merch right now. Yeah, I as would As much too. as I was just talking crap about I buying merch. To. I want to, too. I think, like, they they have a lot more free time to, like, do what they want. 
just explore and like yeah because they're not touring right now i'm honestly sure that's why glass animals is doing what they're doing just because they're like i have this idea for this and i just want to keep building and building building for sure but all at the same time it's like okay you need to find the line and draw it in the sand and be like like, okay we do not pass pass here i know and like we do do not do this because this is ridiculous and absurd it is no point there's no point it is but um they're only doing that because of their, their money that they have too. So like I understand what you're saying and the fact that like these musicians with a lot of fame and fortune are doing these ridiculous things just to get more fame and fortune while these other artists I need to eat. I know. And they are trying to do really cool things no. for their fame base no. that people probably honestly would be willing to contribute to in order yeah. to support these these young, new, fresh faces just trying just, to oh, man. figure it out, you know? I know? So I think it was just like, it's 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 really not that hard of a decision to make. I think you can like pretty much call it out and see who who is who's being BS real game. and who's not. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think you both, you both, I think we both yeah. make good points in yeah. the sense that like, it's money and you gotta be just be wise about who you're yes, sending it to but you still want to like support who you really like cool support who you like people yeah exactly i think like okay real quick okay <laughs> i gotta talk about this i've been this has been on my mind because I'm, I'm really confused by it um john mayer right is putting out a shoe line like that's that's a weird collab with jordan that's like, a weird club. If it was Converse or like Puma, I'd be like, okay, yeah, like that's dope. But Jordan, like, no, you're not. Hey, you just don't I mean, fit that. The only thing is that they're I gonna know. be low tops. They're gonna be low top basketball shoes. Oh, I know. Ill. That's Kobe. That's disappointing. Yeah, no, I mean Kobe. Kobe always wore low tops. Well, I'm not even talking about. I'm just talking about. Basketball shoes, like John Mayer, is like such a stylish dude. If he actually came out with like some solid real shoes, I'd actually look at them. Not saying I'd buy them, but yeah. like I'd be like intrigued with the fact that now that I know these kind of basketball shoes, I'm just like, I'll show you. They look awful. Really? Yeah. There, there's pictures out there. Oh yeah, they look Ugh. awful. I think it's like it's so funny because like of all people, like you can't tell me he might. I just don't see. John Mayer playing in a pickup game to 21. I don't see him no. shooting threes. No. Like, no. John Mayer gives me more of, like, like, uh, I'm gonna, vibes. Yeah. Kind of or, like, he's, like, the perfect husband that isn't. <laughs> I always think of him as, like, a baker or, like, a cooker. Really? Like, he's good in the kitchen. Because he's known to play the field and the, I feel like men that are real players <laughs> no I know but like I feel like men that are players know how to cook in like a weird way I don't know why I guess it's from Hitch oh, I saw Hitch <laughs> and he can cook really well in the movie and so I always thought players can cook well because I was not a player <laughs> I got you played can cook. you can cook well yeah but that's because I like it and you're saying Hitch doesn't like it? No, no, it's Will. Sh- <laughs> shut up! Don't poke holes in my logic. Don't poke holes in my logic. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like he seems super suave. But it's and, like, But he's yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, no, dude, just do Puma or Converse and like, be that person. Or like Vans. 
Yeah. Who's also owned by bands. Nike. Everyone yeah. loves Vans. I mean, I don't, but like... But I'm saying, I think they'll be around forever. They will because they're super simple, easy to they're make. super comfy. Comfy, and they look great. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't go over here with your stupid basketball shoes. That just annoys me. Uh, they're crazy. I'll have to Why? show them to you. Why? Okay. I think we're there. You have a collab song. Please tell me you do. No... Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> uh, my collab song is going to be a song from 2002. Oh, shit. Um, it's a country song. <laughs> it's from one of my favorite movies. Um, it's basically the guy from Holes, Mr. Pendanski. Okay, so you've already talked about this. <laughs> it's still... Yeah, you're right. I, I don't have one. You know what? We can just. You know, I do actually. I just you, thought are of you this. For real this Kanye time? West and um, Mr. Hudson. You know who that is? No. He's Electronica, like hardcore Electronica. He got signed by Kanye West, like right around the time of 808s and Heartbreak. So that's kind of where he got that sound from. Um, but they have a song called Anyone But Him, and Kanye plays. It's like this dude's like in high school again and he's singing about like please like he's like heartbroken and he's like can you please date anyone but him like it's so beta and like Kanye's like the football quarterback guy and he's like rapping to him about like having sex with this girl that he's in love with and it's 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 a good song but it's like it's so crazy it's so crazy I'm actually going to call it a good collab to, to finish on this thing. It is a good collab. It's a great song. Oh, my God. They it do Paranoid together, too. Paranoid is Heat. You um, like that song. Since we've been on been on this topic for a minute, talking about busting the bass, oh, I want to call it. out Baggy Eyed Dope Man. Yeah, damn it. With George Clinton. Oh, it's man, a weird such combo, a good song. But it's so good. Yeah. Okay. I think that is it. Yeah, it is. So, this is the Moose Blend podcast this is our lovely podcast i'm may and this is Kay. okay 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 oh okay and moose is snoozing on the floor thank god no, it's been really no quiet horrific farts tonight yeah i know it's been great and we are the non-music experts from the midwest that we are so have a good night have a good morning have a good day have a good week and we, we are. will see you next time we will Thank you.